And welcome back to the South End Zone, presented by Belly Up Sports. I'm your host, Jason Bailey. We're back with you, as always, on a Tuesday night live on YouTube. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us. I am with Eric Mulhair, my co-host with the most, as always. Eric, what's happening, dude? It's been a lovely 24 hours, about as boring as it could possibly be for me. Did you get any excitement in the last 24 hours? I went to the grocery store. <laughs> so no, not and the bank. Uh, oh man, it's right around the fifteenth of the month. It's close to payday for all you retirees, man. It's uh, no, my, it's on, it's on the first. I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had to go oh. get a bunch. I had to go get a bunch of ones, and then uh, I, I was what talking to my wife, it? saying something about yeah. When I was on my way back from from the bank, and she said, "What well, you have to go to the bank for?" I was like, oh, I, had, "I had to go get twenty five ones," and she's like, "Really." <laughs> Go yeah by the way i'm gonna make a stop on the way home yeah by, no by, uh, it's like, by, it's uh, like it, it, the water dispenser but oh, you know, we get man. the big five gallon water bottles ah. and the dispenser machine only takes ones and it's like i'm just gonna get a bunch of ones so i can you know i assure you that machine takes also five tens and twenties as well but nonetheless but i don't know the one i use doesn't yeah, well, I was speaking about strippers, but anyway. I was. I was talking uh, about water dispensers. Yes, I know. Uh, okay, so we recapped all of week seven. We closed the book on it last night, and uh, we're looking ahead towards week eight here. Not as compelling of a slate this week, I don't think. There are several good games, but... It's very it's kind of, feast or famine. Yeah, and it's sort of in the same vein as last week in that there's no real lovely late night delight you know kind of i mean what ucla stanford and arizona state washington like yeah. both of those games should be stinkers so after the seven o'clock games are done that's pretty much it man so you know i'm old i can go to bed earlier i guess thank goodness uh, but you know we'll see what happens so uh we're gonna dive in and unfortunately, I am not going to be betting on Liberty this week, which they just kicked off against Middle Tennessee State. Got that on over here. So I won't be betting on Liberty. But it's that time of year, Eric. Since I'm still on the tee box this week, I'm going to get it kicked off with uh, a bet that we make three times a year. Yep. And that would be, let's see the best number I can get it out here. Where is... The best number, 10 and a half. Is that the best? Okay. Yep. Nope. 36 and a half. Yeah, there we go. I couldn't find the money line for or the uh, total for a minute. 36 and a half. Uh, Service Academy unders. I know it's only 36 and a half. I actually jumped on this the other day when it was at 39 and a half. It opened at 41. Yeah, but, it was 37 and a half this morning. I was hoping it would hold out, and I didn't think it would. No, no, I got it at 39 and a half and it was screaming down. It was at 38 and a half within a couple of hours after that. So uh, I'll take a service academy under. And those of you listeners who are new to this or this is your first time listening to the show, service academy unders hit about 80% of the time over the last 20 some odd years. So, uh, and you can look that up if you like. They, they go under, they both run options. It's a, Especially with the new clock rules, I, yeah, I, I would think, I would think we're going to hit an under here. But even if we don't, I'm not going to feel bad about it because it's just you do you you bet them. 
you just bet them and you don't, <laughs> you take your wins and your losses, but most of the time you're going to win. So Air Force at Navy under 36 and a half, do it. Uh, I am going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to join you on that. Indeed. Predictably. Predictably. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't just give me a free one since this is a competition. Right. I, it, it's just too good of a, it, you know, it's like a three foot putt in the Ryder cup. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, yeah. no, we did give them that one. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, my first one, what do I want to do here? Um, speaking of bets that hit 80% of the time, uh, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to take a USC over. Uh, oh. they're, they're hosting Utah. Um, I got, I didn't double check right before we came on. Uh, I got that at 55 and a half. Let's see if it has moved. 55 and a half. Uh, it's near the bottom. Yep. I can 55 and a half. So yeah. uh, USC has gone over, gosh, I want to say something like 16 out of the last 20 games or 21 games. Uh, it's just yeah. their defense is too bad. Uh, and Caleb Williams is too good, even though Utah's defense is very good. I think you see will, USC will be able to uh, put up some points, especially coming off of that kind of stinker last week. But um I don't feel great about this because Utah is just that much better up front uh, on both sides. So despite the fact that the Utes have struggled a little bit on offense without Cam Rising, they are getting a little better. And if you want to get right, just like Notre Dame last week, if you want to get right game uh, because you're trying to figure some stuff out on offense, USC is a great opponent to have. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna find some things out. So 55 and a half, book it. <laughs> I'm fairly confident that uh, a middle-of-the-road FCS team could put up 21 or more points on USC's defense. I mean, this is just – it's an all-time bad defense. So it doesn't really matter. If you're picking a Power 5 team to score some points against USC, I say, I salute, go ahead. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad play at all. And with Utah's offense being, you know, Nate Johnson – uh, and yeah, company, I mean, and I, we've I talked out on here, but we've talked, you know, watching Utah games in the group chat or text message or whatever, and you know, they haven't been great on offense. But I mean, some of these, like USC, gave up twenty eight to San Jose State, mm-hmm. twenty eight to Arizona State. Arizona State is not a good team. Forty one no. to Colorado, forty one to Arizona, who's decent at least, but they're playing the backup quarterback on the road. Um, you know, and then forty eight. To Notre Dame, not all of that was given up by the defense, but um, they're just just good enough on offense, and certainly bad enough on defense where I feel comfortable taking over fifty five and a half. Yeah, well, the bottom line is, uh, I think Lincoln Riley's seventeen and two on the over. So yeah, it's thanks. it's eighty ish percent. I don't remember the exact number. Um, I think I actually wrote it down last week when I made that bet, but. Yeah, it's it's an astronomical number of overs, so not a bad play there. Uh, seventeen and four since the <laughs> beginning of last season. Seventeen and four hitting the over. Good God! So, oh man. Well, good thing we didn't bet Liberty because it's seven nothing Middle Tennessee State already. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't feel good about fifteen points on the road, man. I didn't. I didn't like it. I was like, nope, not jumping on, not touching it. Yeah, I so. think it. I think it closed even higher. Uh, 15 and a half is what I, yeah. So something around in there. 
Okay. So for my next pick here, I'm going to stick with another total and it is a pretty low total, but man, after what I saw a week ago, I don't know that Wisconsin can score a ton of points against Illinois. And I don't, and I don't know that Illinois can score a ton of points against Wisconsin. Yeah. Anybody, uh, let alone Wisconsin. I don't care about the spread. Wisconsin's a two and a half point favor on the road here, but I got to believe this is just going to be run, 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 run <laughs> every play. And 42 and a half, I know it's low, but I, I just don't have a ton of faith in either team to score a ton of points, I guess, especially. I mean, Illinois is pretty good against the run. You know, they're not necessarily all that great against an elite passing team, but. Wisconsin can't throw the ball. So, no, uh, I, I, I'm close on this one. This is a bullpen pick for me. Okay. Um, now, I believe Tanner Mordecai is not going to play. That's, and that's the, I, well, thank I, you I, for. I, I could have sworn I read something this morning about broken thumb or broken hand or broken finger. Yeah, he's doubtful. He's doubtful to play. And so I take all that into account and I say under 42 and a half. Yeah. Uh, and truthfully, even if he is playing, um, I don't know that 42 and a half is a bad bet anyway. But yeah, I, I may pull the trigger on this tomorrow, uh, maybe mm-hmm. Thursday. We'll see what it does um, and kind of what the news is about him. But this is definitely one I saw. I kind of jumped out at me as well. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those. It's a the law of statistical averages here. I'm just, I, I don't have a ton of faith. I think these are both very similar teams in the way they want to pound people, grind them into dust, as it were. So, give me under forty two and a half in Wisconsin and Illinois. Hmm. Um. And and don't think I'm scared to take another one uh, in oh, the Big I, Ten I, West. Yeah, I I thought that's where you were going with that one. Um, <laughs> all right, so I've done an under and I've done an over. Um, so I will take a favorite here to Ooh. cover, and I'm going to take Georgia Tech minus four and a half. They are at home against Boston College. Georgia Tech minus what? Okay, so I see. I see how this is. What's what's happening here? You've been fading Georgia Tech all this time, and they've been burning you. So now you're gonna now you're gonna prop them up. I I faded them once, and they burned me. I've faded BC since the preseason, since our hot list rankings. Mm. Well, you faded them against Pittsburgh last year, and you faded them against North Carolina two years ago. Yeah, but they didn't fire a coach this week, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> It's a good point. Yeah, and I faded them after the um, after they they demoted their defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, good call. Uh, mm. Who was that? Was that Old Miss? Maybe. Yeah, I, shit, I can't remember. So you're taking Old Miss against Boston College. I'm taking Georgia Tech minus or four. Georgia minus. Tech. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, Georgia. I'm sitting here reading Old Miss. Georgia Tech minus four and a half. Boston College. Okay. I've been on the fence all day about James Madison. Do <laughs> eventually the luck has to run out, right? And I feel like on the road at Marshall is one yeah. of those places where it might run out. Like Marshall is not a team you want to play. I mean, they beat the dog shit out of NC State a couple of weeks ago. 
Yeah. Uh, On the road. That one's dicey for me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Three and a half. Three and a half, a little much for me. And, but I will say this I think they're a real team. Like, yes, obviously they're six and oh, and they keep, you know, covering spreads and those sorts of things. But I think they are like a legit real team. Like, they have dudes. Like, if you go and watch their team, they're, their lines yeah. of scrimmage, they bully people. Yeah, those those guys, these guys can play. Um, yeah, you know they're not Alabama, right, or Michigan. No. I get it, but they are a very, very good group of five team. Um, best, which best is remarkable. The, yeah, best team in the state of Virginia. Uh, them or Liberty? Yeah, no, no. probably between them or Liberty. I know who it's not. To tell you that much. Um, but for being in their second year of SCS football is sorry, Timmy, is just remarkable. Yeah, and it's fucking stupid. They don't. They can't play in the postseason. Personally, it, it's I the think. it's of all the dumb NCAA rules. This is that's the one I understand the least. Like I, yeah, what is the point? Um, I don't know. But yeah, I. I thought about that. If I could get it at three, which I cannot, I would consider it, but I don't like three and a half on the road. Uh, Let me see. I'm, I'm looking right now. It's, it's three and a half across the board, unless you're going to go uh, to the yeah. site. Yeah. You'd have to be offshore, buy some points, and yeah, yeah. No, not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I just, I've been on the fence about it all day, and I just, I just can't do it. So I'm going to go with the law of statistical averages, and I'm going to bet on an Iowa under. And I'm going to say under 32 and a half. I don't give a shit if it's 32 and a half. Minnesota lost to Northwestern, and Iowa cannot score any points. That's all I need to know about this game. I think, but what did this close at last year? 31 31 and a half. 31 and a half, and it comfortably. (laughs) Still covered. I, I don't see it being any different. Especially with the clock rules now. So, yeah, well, the clock under- rules, uh, the one, the closest thing Iowa has to a playmaker, uh, their tight end, Eric Hall, out for the year, ACL. Um, they're already starting a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, I, I'm sorry, just Minnesota sucks. They're, they're yeah. bad. They stink. Um, so, give me under 32 Hall. and a half. <laughs> yeah. That's another one that's in the bullpen for me that I. I would be more likely to move on the Wisconsin game than this one, just because this number is that much lower. But um, yeah, I I wouldn't rule it out. Uh, sometime between now and Friday, I might pull the trigger on that one. But for now, that's in the bullpen. Okay. All right. Well, you're um, up. What do you got? Um. So I did an under, an over, a favorite, and now I'm going to take an underdog to cover. And I'm going to take Army plus 29 and a half at LSU. <laughs> My God. So um, Army, as you may know, runs the ball. One thing LSU does not do particularly well is stop the run. They're uh, allowing 157 yards a game and 4.89 yards per carry. Uh, that is 88th uh, in the country. And I think Army's going to be able to control the ball just enough and move the ball on the ground just enough to eat up enough clock to not lose by 30 points or more. Uh, Plus, LSU has the off week coming up before they go to Alabama. There may be some calling off of the dogs once they get up, you know, four touchdowns. 
garbage time score against some backups. You know, if they're not playing for LSU's defense, they're probably not any good against the run either, or they'd be playing. So take a shot with the Knights, the Black Knights. Yeah. Bold pick. That's bold. I like it, though. That's a lot of points, man, uh, against a team that runs the ball well. That's true. Yeah. And, I mean, how excited can you be to play Army if you're LSU? I don't know. Yeah, uh, and I kind of I saw that line, and it sort of brought me back to when I took UAB plus uh, 40.5 or 42.5 or something like that against Georgia. It's like, you know, if LSU wanted to win this game by 50 points, I'm sure they could. That Their offense is that good. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they care. I think they want to win convincingly, not get anybody hurt, and then move on to the bye week and get ready for the Bama game. So yeah. All right, real quick, read me off. Read me off your picks here, so I can add them to this thing before I go and take one here. So, what's okay. your three? Uh, I'm with you on Air Force Navy under. Okay. I'm taking Georgia Tech minus four and a half at home against Boston College. Hold on, hold on. It's, this thing it froze up on me. Thirty six and a half. Okay, what's your second one now? Georgia Tech minus four and a half versus Boston College. Okay, and last one. Um, also on US or I'm sorry, Utah at USC over fifty five and a half. Over fifty five and a half. Okay. Army plus twenty nine and a half at LSU. Plus 29 and a half. Let's go. All right. Okay. I keep doing this. I'm new to this. You're going to have to, you have to like, there they are. There we go. Yeah, there we go. All right. Okay. So I've got three. You've got four on the docket so far. Yeah. Correct. That's what I've got as well. All right. Okay, so for my fourth pick, we can go ahead and talk about it now. Let's talk about the biggest game of the week. Ohio State at home versus Penn State. Ohio State's laying four and a half. Okay. I'm going to take the Buckeyes here. Mm. You'd have to go back. Aside from the, we're talking home games now. Aside from the home losses to Michigan and Oregon in the last three years, you'd have to go back to 2017 to find a game in which Ohio State did not win by more than four points. And that would be 2017 against Penn State. They won by one point. Outside of that, they've beaten their home opponents by an average of 10 to 15 points every home game for the last like decade. So, Penn State, you got to show me first. I think they're a really good team. I think Ohio State's a really good team. I think it'll be a relatively close game. 
but last year we saw Penn State run out of gas. And I don't know what really is going to be massively different this year. I, I just I gotta see it first, man. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy Penn State until I see it. That's that's bottom line where I'm at. Ohio State, you know, I I took uh what was it? I took Notre Dame at plus three and a half against Ohio State this year, and that paid out. I had them at three on the podcast, I think, which was a loser. Great. Yeah, which was a loser, but I got them at three and a half on a bet. So I faded Ohio State, but that was on the road. This is in the shoe, and I'm just not going to fade. I mean, it opened at 10.5. It screamed down all the way to 4.5. I think that's too much of an overreaction. I'm going to take the Buckeyes here minus 4.5 to cover by six points or so. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, my third bull- bullpen pick would have been Penn State money line at plus 150. Uh, I don't think it's a bad bet. I really I, don't. I think I think this is a game they can win. You you alluded to you know what's different about last year. And I'll tell you what I think is different is Ohio State's different. I don't think they're as good. Um, and I think Penn State is maybe a little bit better. Uh, I think they have a higher I, ceiling with quarterback play than they did with Sean Clifford. But I would agree there. But I think the Ohio Drew, State. Drew Allard, you know, this is kind of his big prove it game. Um, yeah, he's certainly capable, and if he has a good game, I think this is one they can win. And I think you know, at plus one fifty, I mean, you're talking turning fifty dollars into one hundred and twenty-five might be worth a shot. I think it's it's definitely yeah, within their. I don't hate it, and if you're, you know, you mentioned Ohio State's not as good. I think realistically speaking, the only thing that there's two things about them that aren't as good, and that's the tackle position and the quarterback. That is a concern. The the offensive line, you know, being a concern, they are supposed to get uh, Travion Henderson back. So I think the running game will be okay as Mm. long as they, you know, but it's tough to run against Penn State's defense anyway. The point is, I mean, can Penn State cover Marvin Harrison and all those dudes? Possibly, sure. Maybe they can, but can they do it for four quarters? I I don't know. But where Ohio State is better, in my opinion, as compared to last year, is their defense. I think the second year in Jim Knowles' system is starting to make a difference, and they are pounding teams into the ground right now, mm-hmm. like like Purdue on the road last week. No fucking shot. Put up seven points in garbage time. Like. I mean, Penn State's doing the same thing to teams. They're putting teams in coffins, but I just – I don't know, man. I I got to see it. And for the record, I don't like Ohio State. So I hope Penn State wins on the road and I lose this bet, and that'll be fine by me because I would love for some fucking one other than Ohio State to do something in the Big Ten or Michigan for that matter. Like I would love for a third team to step up and finally be good. So I hope I'm wrong. But I just don't think I'm going to be. Hmm. If if Penn State can do what Notre Dame did the other night, which is get pressure with four, mm-hmm. uh, I think the Marvin Harrison Jr. problem isn't necessarily solved, but it'll go a long way to at least not letting him just kill you. Um, and you mentioned the tackles, you know, new center as well. You know, Penn State's very, very good up front, both sides. And if they can, if they can 
get after the quarterback without blitzing, right? Meaning now you got, you know, Harrison bracketed or a safety over the top. Um, or maybe playing too deep because Igbuka is on the other side, whatever. Uh, you know, stopping the run with the front four and getting a pass rush with the front four. Uh, I'm sorry, the front seven stopping the run. You know, if they can if they can do that, I like their chances because I think they can still move the ball, even though Ohio State, as you said, is better on defense this year. I hope Penn State wins, but I just don't have any faith in it happening. Until I see it happen, I don't see it happening. So I'm just I'm gonna go mm. gonna go against that. And by the way, it's fourteen to seven Middle Tennessee State. So God, these guys are we're twenty five minutes in. Yeah. What, what was good. the over? What's the live total uh, right now? <laughs> it's a good question, actually. Seventy one and a half. Ooh, over? Over maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Man, I like it. Seventy-one and a half. Let's go. <laughs> Liberty's still laying seven and a half points, though, despite trailing by a touchdown early. Um, there we go. So my last one uh, is a game that I'm sure you'll be watching. All right. Tennessee is at Alabama. In case anyone was unaware. Alabama is favored by um uh, I don't even know. I didn't I didn't look. Uh, it was it was seven and a half or eight. It was a touchdown ish, I thought. Where to go? There it is. Eight and a half points currently. Um and I don't care about that because I'm taking under 48 and a half. Hmm. I I didn't watch Tennessee, Texas AM. Uh, on Saturday, but I did TiVo it and I watched it yesterday morning before I cut the grass. And I haven't really like watched. I, I saw parts of the Florida game, I guess. I hadn't watched a ton of Tennessee. Their front seven is much better than I realized. Um, they have a couple of defensive ends who can really get after it. And if the Alabama offense has had one glaring issue thus far this year it's at the tackle position and pass protection uh, and Jalen Milrow taking sacks Alabama for whatever reason isn't running the ball as much as I thought they would or as I think they should and they're becoming more of a deep shot offense than I expected that seems to be kind of they're leaning into it a little more than than I would have thought um, and it's working for them Right, Milro does throw a really good deep ball, but I think Tennessee can get after him enough to to limit that somewhat. And I don't think Tennessee's offense is all that great, and Alabama's defense is very, very good. So I'm going to take a shot that they don't quite get to 49 points. I think this is a game that might look more like the Alabama-Texas A&M or the Tennessee-Texas A&M type of game. I don't hate that logic. Um this is a game that I'm not touching uh, because I just want to sit back and enjoy it. I don't enjoy betting on Bama particularly, so I'm going to sit back and just enjoy the game. Personally, I've went back and forth on this game all week, really, and I have no idea what's going to happen. If I, If you stuck a gun to my head and forced me to bet, I would take the points with Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can go in and get a win, but I do think more than a touchdown is probably a little generous 
you know, because I just don't know how effective Alabama's offense is going to be against Tennessee's defense, which is underrated. Tennessee's defense is better than they get credit for. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's certainly better than it was last year, I think. So, and I just don't think Alabama's all that dynamic on offense. And like you said, neither is Tennessee. So I don't hate the logic of it going under, but if I if you put a gun to my head and forced me to bet something, I would take the points with Tennessee. But I'm I'm not touching this game. Mm. All right, you got any more? You got four. I know you. Right. I know you're not stopping at four. <laughs> now, now I've got a couple more in the in the bag here. Uh, where let me get down to it. Uh, uh, sorry, I was up on Bama and uh, Tennessee looking at it. Okay, let me pull this back up here. All right. Uh. I am going to go to, I'm going to, I'm going to visit across town here and I'm going to hop in a well that you are a frequent visitor to, and I'm going to jump on coastal Carolina here at minus 10 and a half. And I'm going to fade Butch Jones because Arkansas state is abysmally bad. And while coastal is not all that great and they are on the road, I still think they can score enough points to get this thing done by two touchdowns on the road. So give me Coastal minus the ten and a half. You not 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 feeling that one. Coastal is not very good defensively. Um, They're not. I mean, they beat this team. The the last two seasons, they've beat this team fifty two to twenty and fifty two yeah. to twenty three. And I don't know that. Yeah, these and two both teams of those. Are- both of All those were wins for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, man. I mean, Coastal's defense not, just has. It's not 14 points. It's not 14 points, though. I mean, it's yeah. 10, half, 10 isn't you know? a terrible number. I just, I just don't trust their defense enough for double digits. You know, I don't blame you. you. I mean, garbage you, times burned, score. You've been burned by them once this year already. But, man, Arkansas State, good God, they're so bad, man. I mean, they're look at that. I mean, look at the. Look what they've done this year. Uh, let's see. Okay, there it is. Uh, so Memphis crushed them 37-3. to uh, They lost to Troy 37-3. to They lost 73 to nothing to Oklahoma. The teams they've beat, Stony Brook, which is an FCS team, yep. Southern Miss, which is a historically bad team this year, and UMass. That's also, the three teams. Also not that good. They- yeah, also not good. And Coastal, while they're three and three, I still yeah they beat App State. Um, yeah, who, I'm trying to remember who else now they played. But, I can tell yeah. you who they beat. They beat uh, Appalachian State. They beat Duquesne, and they beat Jacksonville State. Mm. Jacksonville State, pretty good team. So, I mean, for their first year in the Power Five, anyway. But they lost by. Mm, a touchdown and a little bit. Well, they lost by 14 to UCLA on the road and they lost to Georgia Southern by 10 and they lost to Georgia state by 13. So I just, I don't see it, man. I don't, I don't think Arkansas state can hang with them. I just don't butch Jones. Mm. He's, he's on his way out, dude. I just, I don't see it. I think this is a blowout. All right. What else you got? Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But we'll I'm gonna, see. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be watching. Is that a is that a weeknight game? That is uh, October twenty first. Oh, okay. So that's Saturday. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's an ESPN Plus game. So I don't oh, know. If okay. Well, I guess I won't be watching it then. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. What um, else? I'm out. So it's all you from all here right. on. Okay. Would I be just a complete and total asshole to take Michigan minus 24 and a half here? Nope. I mean, Michigan State, they, can they stay within four touchdowns of these dudes? I wouldn't think so. Um, I mean, Michigan doesn't play anybody until week 10. So it's not like, you know, there's look ahead potential, right? Catch them sleeping and, and, uh, no, uh, Michigan should win this by five touchdowns. You would think it's a rivalry game. I just, man, I don't know. I'll t- let me before I go and pick my last one here. Let me tell you a game that I wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole, and that is Miami and Clemson. <laughs> you could not pay me like nope. I would not bet on this game with your money. There's no telling what will happen in that game. I saw that. I was like, nope, not touching it, not even remotely touching that. Uh, not happening. So I am going to take a big spread here, and I don't want to do it because it's a huge number, but I just don't see any way out of this for Virginia, man. North Carolina, I feel like it's just going to curb stomp them. I mean, am I crazy? They, I mean, they should. The same thing with Michigan. This should be a North Carolina book by whatever they want type game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Virginia might be the worst team in Power Five. So, especially North okay. Carolina at home. I mean, unless unless you think it's some sort of letdown after the Miami game, even then they should still win by four touchdowns. Yeah, you would think. I, I don't know. I'm I'm so torn. I'm, <laughs> This last one, it's just I've got about three or four different options here that I, I just don't know what I want to do yet. I tell you what, I'm gonna put Michigan and North Carolina in the bullpen. I'm gonna put them both in the bullpen. Well, Michigan 24 and a half. Yeah, they're both 20. Well, I think one's yeah, North Carolina's 23 and a half. And then the last one, I, I don't think TCU is quite as good as they were last year. Do you? I don't think they're remotely close to as good as they were last year. Well, I mean, yeah. actually, they're kind of close because I don't know how great they were last year to begin with. But, no, they are, <laughs> they are a worse team than they were a year ago. Yeah. So, them and Kansas State opened at seven and a half. It's down below a touchdown at six yeah. and a half. I kind of like that. I I don't, I mean, it's, this is one of those things. It's like, I would either take Kansas state and lay the points or I would throw and sprinkle a money line bet on TCU at plus plus one ninety eight. You know, I I don't know what, what's better here. Man, I can't do it. I just, fuck it. Give me James Madison. That's all I know to do, man. I really, I can't fade him. I just can't. All right. Three and a half, huh? Three and a half. I'll take them. Damn it. I, I don't feel great about it, but it's one of those things. 
if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They keep doing it and they keep winning and covering spreads. And so until they don't, I'm just going to keep taking them. I think that's a fair way to look at it. Okay. So they'll, I mean, they'll probably win by five points and go home, (laughs) you know, happy and smiling. Yeah. If they don't, Hey, great. I've made money on them. How many weeks this year already? You know, I mean, it's one of those, I'm not going to be butthurt about it. If, if it doesn't hit. So I'll take James Madison. It's fine. So I am done. Okay. You got any bullpen picks? Not that we haven't already covered. My bullpen picks are Penn state money line. And then, uh, those big 10 West unders. Okay. All right. So we're all finished up here with the picks. All right. So what games do you want to talk about that? We don't have takes on. Um, Liberty's tied up, by the way. 14-14, and it's still the first quarter. Well, we talked about Penn State, Ohio State. and We did. Um, yeah. We talked about Tennessee, Alabama. I'll throw one at you. Can Gundy do it again on the road, plus three and a half against West Virginia, coming off Shit. just a – catastrophic can he absolutely gundy can do anything right take nothing off the table with that guy uh but i am not remotely prepared to wager money that he will do any specific thing uh, ever again (laughs) so uh, yeah like that's where i'm at is i i have no clue like the guy's got me he's had me guessing for two years um I don't know, man. I, I I could I could be completely and utterly wrong here, and I haven't really had many eyes on a lot of their games. You've probably, to be fair, watched more of them than I have the last few weeks. But I I don't know, man. Maybe they're starting to figure it out a little bit, and they. Uh, yeah, I mean, I cu- I couldn't tell you. I haven't watched them at all because when they got drilled at home by South Alabama, I kind of wrote them off for the year, right? And then they went and lost to Iowa State. Uh, so just about the time I leave them for dead, they go get back to back ranked wins. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'm just like, whatever, like Gundy, go, go do your own thing and just leave me alone and leave me and my money alone. I'm, I kind of look at it like this, a road lost Iowa state, not all that surprising in the world of Gundy, right? No. Now a home loss to South Alabama in which you got your ass handed to you, I feel like is an outlier and that should not have happened. And had that have not happened, I feel like Oklahoma state would be favored here pretty easily. Um, yeah, probably, I guess I just, now this, my perception is also colored by the fact that I was kind of down on them coming into the year. Mm -hmm. Um, and, well, we were both down on West Virginia. See, that's the thing. West Virginia yeah. has been overachieving to this point, and Oklahoma State has been underachieving to this point. And I feel like Oklahoma State's probably the fucking better football team just on paper. Like, even before the season, in a fucking straight-up fight, we would have picked Oklahoma State to beat them probably before the season started. Yeah, because I think I picked just about everybody in the Big 12 to beat West Virginia. Um, right. You know, they beat Duquesne. They beat Pitt, who I don't think is very good. Um, they beat Texas Tech, which I consider an upset. 
Yeah. And they won at TCU. I don't know what that means still. I don't know what I think of TCU. I think they're just a thoroughly, like an aggressively mediocre team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think about the same thing for you know West Virginia as well. They were almost two touchdown underdogs, um, and they go go in there and win, and then they turn around and lose in the most painful way possible to Houston. So I I just I don't even know where to begin thinking about that game. Yeah, see, this is just—it's a weird game, man. Like, a couple of ho 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 hum wins against the likes of Central Arkansas and Arizona State on the road. Yep. Then they get shellacked at home by South Alabama. They lose by what looks like uh, fourteen or so, thirteen. No, I take that back. They lose by by touchdown to Iowa State. Yeah, they lose by a touchdown to Iowa State on the road. And then they turn around and beat Kansas State and Kansas at home. Now they go back on the road. I don't know, man. I, I just – I don't think three and a half. I think it's a little too much. Like, I could see it being a field goal game. Or, hell, I could see Oklahoma State just winning outright. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I could see anything. And that's kind of my whole deal is, you know, our time traveler. Not, we talk about the time traveler and usually it's he comes back and says some like really, really surprising thing. If he showed up and said something about Gundy, like nothing would shock me. So kind of my take on the whole thing. Um, the other game that involves a team coming off a rough uh, come from a head loss, another team that snatched, Defeat from the jaws of victory. South Carolina travels to Missouri, who has been somewhat of a revelation this year. I so want to just fade South Carolina after what they did to me last weekend. And Missouri, I was kind of surprised, and I thought about this one, laying less than a touchdown at home against South Carolina. I don't know if Shane Beamer is going to be coaching from a hospital bed up in the press box (laughs) or – what what or if he's gonna have like a little scissor lift like Gus Malzahn had? Uh, what for he's the, gonna do for the listeners who don't know what we're talking about? After the game, Shane Beamer kicked something in the locker room and broke his foot, so he's a little bit hobbled. He was apparently pissed off after that game, so that's kind of why I didn't touch it. I'm like, if he's pissed off enough to break his foot on something, I mean, and I don't blame him because hell, I was about as pissed off as he was probably after watching that meltdown and. I can't imagine where he was at. He was on level 10. So that kind of gave me pause. <laughs> I'm like, maybe he lit a fire under these dudes' asses this week, and maybe they're going to come out and kick Mizzou's ass. I don't know. It'd, it'd be very on brand. Mm, I don't know. I kind of I, – I don't know if South Carolina can cover burden. No, they can't. But to be fair, can Mizzou cover Leggett? Leggett? Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the only thing, what's the total, what's the total in this game? It's gotta be in the sixties, uh, 60 and a half. Yeah. Over. I mean, that's, that'd be my take on the game and I wouldn't hate throwing a bet down on South Carolina plus two fifteen. you know, if you're really aggressive, uh, but winning on the road in the sec is tough, even at Mizzou. I wouldn't pick South Carolina and win that game personally, mm. but um, if I had to make a bet on the game, I would bet the over if it were me. All right. Um, and I think we talked about that. I think that's all the games that I kind of found interesting. Um, Old Miss laying less than a touchdown at Auburn. Uh, 
I think that is solely a byproduct of Jordan Hare Stadium. I don't think neutral field Auburn with his within two touchdowns to those guys. I just don't think they're very good. Well, yeah. See, that's that's one that you know. You know me. I'm not going to touch many Auburn games, Mm-mm. and I I don't really know. I like Ole Miss there, but given that it's on the road, it wouldn't shock me if it was a close game. You huh. know, that I just. It's a, it's a night game. I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, well, that's, yeah, night game at Jordan Harris is kind of rough, but yeah, uh, could could be a little dicey for Ole Miss. And I mean, to be fair, would it just blow your mind if Ole Miss went on the road and tanked in Auburn? No, well, that's true. It, it wouldn't be the first time, and probably won't be the last. No. So here's a game that I wanted to mention to you, though. Uh, Duke without Riley Leonard on the road at Florida State. Florida State is laying less than two TDs here. Yeah. I mean, you're the Florida State guy. Talk to me. I mean, am I, would I be crazy if, as a listener here to throw a bet down on Florida State at minus 13 and a half? For me, this number depends it's, almost entirely on what I think Riley is going to happen with Riley Leonard. Um, mm-hmm. Florida State is preparing for both guys, uh, both quarterbacks, who are slightly different. Um, I think the backup is uh, thought to be a little more dynamic, maybe as a runner or extending plays, not as accurate as a passer on intermediate routes or on the move. And ultimately, I think it just comes down to can Florida State move the ball on the ground? If they can run the ball like they did last year, which they've shown flashes of and not get too, uh, too pass happy. I, I get how that's tempting with Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson and Jaheim Bell and all those guys. But if they can, I think they have a chance to control the game on the ground and then, you know, get ahead, build a lead. Then you can turn the pass rushers loose on the backup quarterback, maybe force a mistake, but, it becomes a little bit different story if you have Riley Leonard back there with with his athleticism and accuracy and experience. So I wouldn't touch it with the question surrounding him um, until I had a firm answer one or the other, which I don't think we're going to get until Saturday afternoon. So I hmm. would le- I would leave it alone. I would be more apt to bet a prop bet on this game. I would take a team total here. I would take team total Florida State over 31 and a half. I'm I'm not sure 31 is enough. I think it, like 30, 34, 35, you know, 37 more in that range. Duke has a pretty decent defense, but I don't know if they can hold Florida State to under 32 points in four quarters. I just I don't know, man. Is that what the number actually is, or are you just throwing yeah. one out there? Okay. No, that's yeah, it's 31 and a half. You know, the total's 48 and a half. Right. The team totals are 31 and a half and 16 and a half. So I, I would personally lay the team total over for Florida State, 31 and a half. That's what I would do in this game if I was going. I know, think that's – now that you now that you point that out, I think that is a bet that I would be willing to make because it's independent of all the other stuff I question. And yeah. I do think they can get to 32 points on these guys. Yeah, I would agree with that. So and I'm, I've sort of leaned towards doing that, like as somebody who has – you know, because we don't talk about team totals on this show that much, but, no. at, you know – as somebody who's been cashing team total overs on LSU all, you know, <laughs> pretty much all season. Um, 
it's they're not bad bets if you're you know pretty confident in the offense or whatever. And I, I think Florida State's got enough athletes to score 32 points on them. So I don't ever throw a ton of bets on team totals, but they're usually team totals are usually something that I mix into a parlay. You know, if right. I parlays are sucker bets, but you know, you can bet 10 bucks. And I mean, I hit one earlier in the year where I bet, I think it was a $20 parlay and I won $400 off of it or something. It was like a five or six leg. So they're rare, but team totals to me are those and just game totals are usually what I throw into parlays instead mm. of spread instead of spreads. Speaking of team totals with an offense, you trust. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Washington? 41 and a half playing at home against Arizona state. Well, you know, I would say they should be able to hit that in their sleep. Shouldn't they? You would think, but the last time we saw Washington against an Arizona team, it was not pretty. Mm. You know, I bet on Washington this year once to cover a big spread against Arizona and they looked like shit the whole game screwed around with them. And so coming off a physical game like Oregon, I don't know that I would bet on a huge spread or a team total for Washington. That may be one of those things where they're like, these guys suck. Let's just get out of here with a win. Michael Penix is firmly in the driver's seat for the Heisman right now. So you would think he's going to get his, but 41 and a half, you said? Yep. It wouldn't shock me if they just took their foot off the gas once it was 35 to 7, you know. Mm. So they've scored 41 or more in four out of six games. Yeah. Uh, And that includes two that are into the fifties. What's the two they they didn't score Oregon and Arizona. Yeah. 31 at Arizona and 36 at home against Oregon. So it's not like, you know, they put up 14 or something. Uh, Yeah. The 31 is their season low. So, I'll put it to you this way. I don't think it's a bad bet to bet over team totals on Washington at all. Right. <laughs> you know, it's it, it, it's more of those things. It's like you're what like you say, good process, bad result if it doesn't mm-hmm. hit, you know, especially against a one in five team like Arizona State who's giving up a shit ton of points per game, probably. Let me see what they're giving up per game here. What who's giving up? Arizona State. How many points per game are they giving up? Uh per game. Well, they've allowed 27, 24, 42, 29, 27, and 21. So they're not yeah. terrible on defense. So, the, so the, only, the only really good offensive team that they gave up a ton of points to was USC. Yep. They gave up 42 points to them. Colorado, they only gave up 27. Cal can score a little bit. They gave up 24. You know, that's kind of my thing. It's like... I could I could see Washington just screwing around with these dudes, but and Arizona State probably not the guy to talk to about it because they, you know, Herm and the mm. stigma that he that he left that stink that Herm yeah, left hasn't, behind hasn't might, washed off yet, huh? <laughs> might might still be lingering somewhere in the locker room, so I don't want to touch it. I'm not going to bet on it. All right. So then one last game that you're not going to touch. All right. Uh, my question to you is how much money would I have to pay you to watch all four quarters of Baylor at Cincinnati? Oh, man. What time of day is it? Let me see here. Noon. Noon. <laughs> oh. Kick. oh, God. It's going on during Ohio State and Michigan? Yeah. Mm. It would have to be a large 
chunk of cash. Well, it's <laughs> actually it's, it's going on the same time as Penn State, Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not touching that. No, it would have to be a large sum of cash for me to watch okay. that game. But like not I even was, not even instead of like just in general. But I will say this. I wouldn't hate if somebody just threw down a money line bet on Baylor. <laughs> I I don't know what to make of Baylor, man. You got to think at this point, like Dave Aranda, is he coaching for his job at this point? They're two and four. I I think he's coaching for his job security at a minimum. Yeah. I mean, they got thumped last week by Texas Tech. Yeah. They had got thumped two weeks before that by Texas. They they lost to Texas State. Uh, the the state of Texas just has not been kind to them. They beat everyone no. outside of the state, but um, yeah. you know, narrow win at UCF. They beat Long yeah, that Island. narrow yeah that narrow win was an unbelievable, like stupid, ridiculous comeback. Yeah, yeah, Malzahn rears his. I don't want to say ugly because he's. I don't want to be mean to the guy, but yeah, Malzahn happened. Um, yeah, lost to Utah. Lost Texas State, so they beat Long Island and UCF. And the second one was, I don't say flukish, but unlikely. Uh, I just, man, they're bad. They're just not good. Not a good team. They are bad. But speaking of teams, I I don't have a play on that game. I I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Baylor burned me in the one time I bet on them this year, Mm. and I I wouldn't touch them again. But team that I uh, kind (laughs) of... I don't know what to make of them yet because they haven't beaten anyone that's really any good. But I mean, Rutgers is a road favorite over Indiana, four and a yeah. half again. You know, last week it was they were four and a half point faves against Michigan State. You know, and then they come back in the fourth quarter and storm back and win by three, so they don't cover. But I mean, they were down eighteen, so the fact that they came back and won is impressive anyway. Yeah, but, and winning by th- winning by three is a four point favorite on the road, but like whatever. But I mean, this uh, team, like you, uh, who would you compare Indiana to? Northwestern? Are they in the same ballpark as Northwestern and Michigan State? You think? I think. I think their offense is much worse. I, if like going out of the Big Ten, if you were going to ask me for an, a comp for Indiana, I might say UVA. Yeah. Um, like, they're one of the worst teams in the power five and Rutgers is going on the road to them four and a half. I wouldn't hate it, man. I mean, they're five and two, they're four and two against the spread four, two and one. They pushed once. So I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't hate taking Rutgers here on the road. I don't think either team is very good, but I will say this, uh, 40 and a half. Is that too many? Because <laughs> I kind of wonder. Probably because Indiana scored 41 points against Indiana State. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, they have not gone. They've gone above 17 once. Yeah. Right. So they scored 41 against Indiana State, 29 against Akron. All their other games, 7, 17, 14, and 3. Uh that fired the OC for a reason. Brought on Justin Fuente of all people uh, to the offensive staff. They're just 
defensively, they're okay. Offensively, they are a nightmare. So I and Rutgers is pretty good on defense, man. They I mean, are. They, they they haven't given up many points at all this year. I mean, Michigan put up thirty one on them. Wisconsin put up twenty four on them. Yeah, and they're they're, comp- they're competent or adequate or mediocre. They're just a middle of the road defense that yeah. is plenty good enough to beat Indiana. So yeah, I, I think the under might. Yeah, I could see where the under might be attractive to some people. Um, yeah. I wouldn't hate if somebody said I'm taking Rutgers or I'm taking the under. I wouldn't hate either one of those. Yeah. I'm not going to be the guy, but I wouldn't hate it either. Yeah. Okay. Last one before we go. Mississippi State, three and three Mississippi State on the road at two and five Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Sam Pittman, a lot of of rumors floating around that uh, the pressure is starting to get on him and, you know, that kind of thing. Arkansas is laying five and a half here, 48 and a half. What are your thoughts there? Uh, give me one second. I'm counting. So it's five. Liberty's about Liberty's about to punch it in and go up 21 to 14. Six, seven, eight. Okay. Uh, these two teams have lost eight of their last nine games combined. <clears throat> I don't know what either team does well, if anything. <laughs> this is a game I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch, um, like ever. If you know, gun to my head, if I was forced to make a bet, I would probably take Mississippi State on the money line because I think it's really just closer to more of a, a coin flip game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arkansas is reeling; they've lost five in a row. I think they might. You know, you could make an argument that they're ripe for the pick in here. Uh, and 184 is a pretty sturdy money line for two teams that are just kind of equally uninspiring. Well, I would, I'll be honest, if I was going to pick a team here, I would, I would take the points with, with Mississippi State here. I mean, they destroyed them last year, 40 to 17, just beat them down. And, I like I the two that I like, I would take the points with Mississippi State here, and I would also take the over 48 and a half. I think both of them can. I mean, Arkansas scored what 30 points against LSU, and they scored 21 against Bama. Mississippi State's defense ain't that good, and I think Will Rogers can score on Arkansas. Now, Arkansas might try to muddy up the game and make it nasty and slow and slow it down and keep Will Rogers from throwing it. But I, I don't know, man. I like the over, and I would take the points of Mississippi State here if I was going to bet on this. Mm. Like team, And the, the, the team total here is also interesting. Yeah. Uh, In a good way? Yeah. Like Mississippi State, I think their team total is 20 and a half. <laughs> so <laughs> that's uh, it's kind of – it's one of those that's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, 20 and a half team total. Kind of lean to the over there, man. I th- I'd like to think that Mississippi State can put up more than 21 points on Arkansas, but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm way off base here. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't like the game at all. Um, <laughs> Just not touching it. Just going to you know, sit back and watch. I hear yeah. you. Well, all right. 
Well, uh, Liberty's up 21-14, so maybe I missed out on that one. I don't know. They still got plenty of time. It's still nine minutes left in the second. Plenty, so. plenty of game left, and that, yeah. that live total just keeps creeping up. Oh, man. It's got to be like 78 and a half right now. Uh, so, well, 72 and a half. It inched up. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't uh, hate that, man. It's already, you know, my God, you're already at, what, 35 yeah. points with yeah, you're nine, halfway min- there. nine minutes left, left in the, left in the second? second quarter? Jeez, yeah, over. All right. Well, we'll see what happens here, man. So recap us real quick before we uh, get off the show here. And uh, while you're looking those up, you guys can find us on social media at South End Zone Pod. We're live here with you every week, probably Monday and Tuesday moving forward because that just works better for my schedule, um, typically around 7 Eastern. And uh, we're on all the social media, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, uh what else youtube obviously here we are on youtube and you can get it anywhere podcasts are available and uh if you haven't and you're listening to the show click subscribe for god's sake do yourself a favor and uh, do us a favor it helps us get the show out and keep us us, uh, interested in still doing it and feel free to drop uh, your hottest take in the chat so we can uh, discuss it and to be fair probably roast you but uh, Eric, recap the picks real quick before we go. We are both on Air Force at Navy under 36 and a half. You're taking unders on Wisconsin, Illinois, 42 and a half, and Minnesota, Iowa, 32 and a half. You're laying four and a half points with Ohio State at home against Penn State. You're taking Coastal minus 10 and a half at Arkansas State and good old trustee James Madison minus three and a half at Marshall. I'm taking Georgia Tech minus four and a half. They're at home against Boston College and dead man walking himself, Jeff Halfley. I'm taking under 48 and a half on Tennessee at Alabama. And I'm taking over 55 and a half on Utah at Southern Cal. My last pick is Army plus 29 and one half points on the road at LSU mm. for bullpens. My bullpen picks are uh, Penn State Moneyline, plus 150, and the two Big Ten West Unders that you're taking outright. Your bullpen picks, you got Michigan, minus 24.5 versus Michigan State, and North Carolina, minus 23.5 versus Virginia. And I will probably be moving one of those bullpen unders to the active roster between now and Saturday. I'm just not sure which one. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens, man. This should be interesting. But we will be back with you next Monday evening right here live on YouTube. We will see you guys then. Thank you very much. Have a great day.